This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan right now. It's time for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Have you ever been fired for liking your old company? Uh, we'll get into that in just a moment, but also... Today is the nine-year celebration of Des Cotter. It is the oh. nine-year party to celebrate the moment when he caught it and the Cowboys then defeated the Seattle Seahawks and then won the Super Bowl. I'll make you feel a little bit better. Mm. I, we didn't celebrate it here on our show, but I think on January 7th was the anniversary of Adrian Beltre signing with the Texas Rangers. Wow. The okay. day that Kevin said, we don't need that guy. I don't yeah. know I'm taking up C-block time, but didn't that seem like really late in the process when the Rangers got That's true. Adrian Beltre? Like, it's like, he's going to the Angels, and then you're like, oh, my God, right before spring training, we got him. And it was like January 7th. I'm like, geez, there's like 7,000 free agents right now, and it's January 11th or 12th. Yeah. Or I think and it's look the at the Rangers now. They are World, the World champs. World champions. champs. No free agents signed. Well, they're still all available. <laughs> We're working on it. Major League we Baseball. Some people, the minor league. Well, it's stuff. okay. We've been celebrating, Kevin. Okay. You can, when you're celebrating championships, you don't need to do business. You know, you have other things to worry about. Like when you're celebrate, is that when you decide to wait? I get it. What? There's nobody here. They're all in the meeting. Um, that, that is bad. true. That is Shut up, Alec. <laughs> hey, you just took out one letter. That's true. Mm-hmm. Or the, changed other I ones. still remember Mike and I, we gave pregame speeches at Redneck Heaven that day. And the what did whole, I say? I, you said you, the boss told me not to cuss at these things anymore, but F that guy. I'm going to say whatever I want. Let's. And then he went into <laughs> I did like, that? Yeah, it was really awesome. And I was like, dang. And I thought my speech was pretty good. So, uh, But the whole crowd was rowdy in that place. And then, like, Mike, I do remember, like, we scored. Every time we scored, you and I got up and ran the aisles, high-fiving people. I feel people. like it was a squarish. It was a square restaurant. It was just yeah. a big, huge square around the bar. Kevin, you and I watched the uh There were the boots on Pro the Bowl outside and tables on the inside. And they started dancing. Remember they started dancing at yes. a certain time? We Stuck were like, in the middle this? with you, I feel like, is the song. And at no the end of that game, I remember we were up, like, running around and high-fiving everybody. And then Mike kind of looks at me and he goes, I think they're going to say he didn't catch it. And I was like, what? You are still celebrating a lot. I'm looking up at the TV as I'm like, crap, I think they're going to review this. And, you know, you reach out for the ball and then you don't come down with it. And I remember thinking of immediately, I thought of Calvin Johnson when he caught the touchdown and 12 seconds later, he got up off the ground. That's not a catch. And I'm like, if that's not a catch, we might run into an issue here. And, And then we did. And then so then, like, I think the whole place got very quiet and I sat down and slumped for a while. And Mike was like, dang, that sucks. And this guy who was a Patriots fan walked over to me and he was like, look, man, I've been a Patriots fan my whole life. And we're just now ex- experiencing this run. You guys got a really good team. That Tony Romo kid's going to be all right. And I was like, oh Tony God. Romo's almost done, man. 
Shut up, Patriots fan. It's ridiculous if you go back and watch that. He goes up, catches the ball, go down, goes down, still has the ball, makes a turn to try to go for the pylon, and in that he touches the ground with the football, and they're like, "No, nope, you didn't catch it." It was too athletic of a play. And then the next the next day, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, it wasn't a catch." By the letter of the law, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And we came on radio and hung up on people all day. That was my favorite. All right, it happens. Did you hear this? This is our year. Wrap a report yesterday. Yes. On why Mike Vrabel gets fired. Oh no. Here is Mike Vrabel. Now this is sixty seconds, so make sure to. It's going to take some time. This is Ian Rappaport on NFL Network discussing why Mike Vrabel was fired. This was interesting for a couple different reasons. Rand Carthon, the general manager, did give a press conference to his local beat writers yesterday and I think laid out, among other things, the relationship between him and Mike Vrabel. And there was sort of a narrative that he and Vrabel did not really get along. I never heard that to be true. Carthon saying publicly yesterday that was not true. And this was sort of, for whatever reason, painted as a GM versus coach situation. I never felt like that was this. And to that end, it was not Rand Carthon who fired Mike Vrabel. In fact, I think if you would give him his choice, a lot of reasons why Vrabel would be a great head coach to move forward with. One of those reasons is he's very, very good. This was Amy Adams-Strunk making the decision that based on a lot of things, including what happened when he went to uh, New England for the Hall of Fame thing, including not dispelling rumors in-house that he was going to be the Patriots coach, I mean, it is. there was a lot there, and she clearly made the decision that she wanted to move on in the best interest of the organization, and now it is going to be Rand Carthon leading the search for a new leader of men. So I had no clue that this actress owned the team. Amy Adams Strunk. It's not, that's not it's the two same different people. Person. Look them up. Redhead. They look very different. That is fair. I'm just going to say that. Which yeah. one's better looking? The actress. Sure. By a million miles. She's in the office. She was. She's a purse sales person. Yes. I don't remember that episode. She started to date Jim. They went on the Michael boat, Scott. The cruise Michael together. Scott tried to hook it up, but she got really nervous around Michael Scott. Was she in like the boxer or something with Mark Wahlberg, where she went to the bed? Anyway, you're right been, about that. Yeah. He, the yeah. Yeah. Mark yeah. Wahlberg's been a been an, uh, an athlete in lots She's of almost movies. fifty. Holy Still moly. got it. That being said, Good for her. evidently she did not like, and this is from multiple reports now. She did not like the way that Mike Vrabel handled himself at his Ring of Honor or Hall of Fame New England Patriots uh, induction. Here is audio of Mike Vrabel's Hall of Fame in, uh, induction at New England. I want to thank the fans. I, I, I haven't been back as much as I should since 2009, but I want to thank the fans. I want to thank the fans that made coming and playing in this stadium unbelievably special. When we traveled, you were there. When we were here, you were there. But I also want you not to take this organization for granted. I've been a lot of places. This is a special place with great leadership, great fans, great direction, great coaching. Enjoy it. It's not like this everywhere. Thank you very much. <laughs> so the idea there is people think he was bashing. I don't know. The Titans. I, I guess, may, but evidently Amy Adams Strunk, not from the fighter, which that's the name of the movie, not from the spider or the fighter. Mm-hmm. She heard that and just like, she took that as a direct shot at her and their organization. And she didn't like how happy he was that he was going in. Now this is where I, I'm kind of like, okay, you're in a weird spot 
as a head coach of another team being inducted to another team's uh, Hall of Fame where you're like remembering the things you did as a player and you're talking about being a player there and what the organization was like. And here you are at another organization trying to create that kind of culture and trying to be, you know, be become that kind of coach that really cares about his players and all of those things. And you make a comment like that. It's it's a weird place. I probably I guess then it was during the 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 Titans bye week that he did that. Maybe as a head coach, don't go to another team's organization and and be inducted in their ring of honor because you're talking about, again, you're talking about what it was like as a player there. Not that, Hey, I want to come coach here. So he would have had to been there and been like, this place is great. It's the best place I've ever been besides the Tennessee Titans, <laughs> Yes, which are now the best. Yeah. Maybe that's the only way to approach that is by letting everybody know that you still love where you are. But oh. I guess the other, the other thing that you can lay into that conversation is, Within the within the Titans organization, Vrabel would not say, "No, I'm not going to the New England Patriots." So I guess that's another okay. thing. So I, that's tough. I, look, I've never been fired for praising a place I used to work at. Just the one time that I kicked out that dude's window. Yeah, I got fired for that. Uh, somebody, they're right about this from three two five. The very beginning of it, he says, "I don't need to be up here too long. We have a game to win." So maybe that was, again, I feel like that's going into player mentality of, I used to play here. I'm going to rile these fans up. We have a game to win. I I get it. It just seems a little weird. Gosh, I've never been fired for anything that dumb. What's the, what have you been fired for? Not showing up to work a lot. (laughs) Okay. Like the... On the border, where did you work at? No, I think <laughs> say like that. I was at the newspaper. I uh, was kind of you uh, stopped showing up. Or yeah, the the guy I was at college, and the guy was like, "Hey, uh, where is this guy?" And they were like, "He's at school right now." And he was like, "We can't do that anymore. He's fired." And I was like, "All right." So I, I needed to I needed to leave anyway because I was about to start some internships that seemed very important to the future of my career. Mm. Here we are today. That's great. The I, the other like you are looking for my um i'm looking for my notes to figure out what the next thing is he's looking at me like uh affirmation would yeah. that be the word no i was actually I mean, trying I was to get... hoping you would bounce something back off him do a little back and forth instead you're like oh good job um for what it's worth the combination of brady and belichick i think was the perfect combination i think that's like people are going to always go back and be like brady this brady that right like that and you hear the the note of uh was it which one of those little receivers amandola or whatever was like look we worked for for belichick all you gotta do is name a texas tech receiver and they (laughs) work out very well there we worked for belichick but we played for brady Okay. And, and, and like, I, I get that, but I don't like looking at it that way because Tom Brady never played defense. Sure. That I can remember. That is correct. Ted Wynn pointed out, if you've ever seen his stuff on The Athletic, over the last 20 seasons, the Patriots led the league in points allowed per drive. 1.01 is points allowed per drive, which is fantastic. That is it amazing. was number one. They continue to be pretty good defensively. Like even this year, look at some of their games where they held, you know, opponents to very low scores. And then there were some other moments where they gave up the ball, Mac Jones or whoever turned the ball over and they gave up some points. But he also pointed out that the Patriots typically 
stifled offenses that nobody else could figure out. That was usually like, just wait till they get to the Patriots. Yeah. It's just, let's see what happens whenever they get to the Patriots this week, and then we'll find out. And they also pointed out the Rams in 2018, Super Bowl 53, and how like boring of a Super Bowl that was. That Super Bowl Because was Bill Belichick was like, I'm going to make this boring. We're not scoring anything, but neither are they. So that, that, that perfect combination of Tom Brady was the offensive quarterback that needed to be there. And he was the one that was the driving force on the offensive side. But Bill Belichick designed some fantastic defenses while he was there as well. And then lastly is this nugget from Mike Florio this morning. Usually, and Kevin, I know you're not a huge fan of Mike Florio. Fact. But this opened up like my brain to all these other possibilities because Sean asked the question. He was like, so do you have like, you have everybody penciled in for the jobs for all these openings right now? Do you kind of have them all penciled in? And there was a pause. And then Florio said, I'm sorry, I I don't I don't understand the question. And he was like, Well, do you have these guys already tapped in? He goes, They're not there yet. Those guys, the the jobs aren't done yet. There could still be job openings. What if Andy Reid decides after this year that he's ready to retire? He's what, 72 years old right now? Is he really? And I'd never thought of Andy Reid retiring. I mean, he might be 65. I could be wrong about that. I think he actually is 65. Uh, but that's a retirement type of age. Yeah. And then he threw out Mike Tomlin. He was like, what if Mike Tomlin decides that he's that he's ready to walk away and just be done with that? And, Kevin, you brought that up the other day. And I was yeah. like, I had never thought about that either. And so whenever all this is going through my mind about, oh, man, there are a lot more job openings. And he was like, Vrabel could be a great person for the Pittsburgh job. Vrabel could do, you know, he could go to, would you rather go to Kansas City right now or would you rather go try and rebuild New England? Kansas City. Yeah, you Kansas get Patrick City. Patrick Mahomes. You get, you get the, I'm, I'm struggling to think that somebody's going to be a better quarterback the next six to eight years than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And so that, like, that's where, if I'm looking at the, at the job, the job map right now, I'm probably sitting there saying that's a better option. So, the more you wait on this and try and figure it out, you still have to wait until, I guess, we get past the the, the conference finals? So... The conference round? Yes, the division, the conference championship. So you said Reed, maybe he could retire. We talked about Tomlin might just peace out. Anybody anybody else? That- there aren't any other potential job openings no. for teams in the playoffs. Are you asking about the Cowboys? Uh, this is just a general question. It would be... What what do you think would be bigger? Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl with Tampa, of all places, mm-hmm. or Belichick taking the Dallas Cowboys that one after their huge drought, and he's the only coach that could work with Jerry Jones to get them to a Super Bowl. It's a million percent. A man a man that basically did more with less, right? Like yeah. his teams weren't really Mike's pointed out how many times he's failed at drafting. Man, I feel like I'd like for a decade. This. Yeah, no, he's not good at that. I feel like I would enjoy listening to these pressers and just him shutting down question uh, after question. That's not going to happen here today. We yeah. will be uh, doing that stuff. Today. We're on to Green Bay. Yeah, we're on to we're on to the next one. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on one hundred five through the fan. Coming up next, it's time for NFL overreaction or not. We'll do that next right here on the fan. First and five. And off Cook on the right side. Look at him. 10, 5, stroll in. 
That, that was just way too Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Too easy. That was like practice against air. 24 on the touchdown run for James Cook. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Right now, it's time for some NFL overreaction or reality. We'll start with this based off of that clip. NFL overreaction or reality. The Bills, not the Ravens, are the favorites in the AFC. Not the favorites, but I do have the Bills, and I think you do too, going to the Super Bowl. Yep. I, the Ravens are the favorites, but sometimes in a way, look, I'm not betting money on it. It's sometimes not fun to just pick both the favorites. I struggle sure. to see somebody beating San Francisco. I hope it's the Cowboys, but I struggle to see that. But I can see the Bills have won six in a row, and Josh Allen has played very well down the stretch. So I won't say favorite, but I think that they can beat Baltimore where I just don't see a team beating San Francisco in the NFC. I think that's an overreaction. Okay. I think uh, there are a lot of close games down the stretch in the Bills' favor, um, but the Ravens blew out teams that they should have been blowing out and teams they shouldn't have been. So I'm going to say that's overreaction. Bills finished a nice second to them. NFL overreaction or reality, the Steelers should find another starter to replace Kenny Pickett for good. I realize Mason Rudolph is temporarily re- Replacing him, maybe that is for good. One hundred percent, and they need to one hundred percent replace Mason Rudolph too. That you can't. It's amazing what Mike Tomlin has done with literally one of the ten worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL, and maybe one of. He's a backup. Like he's he's not even. I say starter, to but he's point, dealing with a backup quarterback and made the playoffs. Kenny Pickett, twenty five games played. Averaging way below 200 yards per game with a robust 13 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. I don't know what you're talking about, Kevin. <laughs> From. This is Jeez. October 29th. One, one quarter. <laughs> he won Octo- one quarter of football game. From October 29th uh-huh. to December 3rd, he threw for 73, 160, 126, 106. He's the worst. 278 mm. and 70 yards. And in that time, he threw a touchdown. One touchdown? In that time, he threw a touchdown. Now, so I will say this. like God. I'm not a big believer in this person, but if he's there, 
a round pick, I don't let's just say they lose. They'll pick have 19 or 20 is the is you'll pick at least 19th, right? Or you have Look, a better record. Are you so, saying take it taking Phoenix? Yeah, cuz he's in Phoenix. his prime. Phoenix. He's been playing 17 years of football in college. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, as much as I'm not a fan of Michael Penix, if he were to go there at the age that he's at and the experience that he has, he might be able to go into Pittsburgh and immediately keep this a 10 or 11 win team and be better than Kenny Pickett. So there are situations where I can see Michael Penix being successful, and this would be one of them. You want to go stick with quarterback or go in a different direction? Somebody asked, could Zach Wilson be there for Pittsburgh? Would that be a good? He's the. He's no worse he than might. Kenny Pickett. <laughs> I think. Actually, you know what? He might be I'm worse, not man. sure about that. If he, you, I, I got to autograph rookie card number to fifty. If you are that, <laughs> if you think Zach Wilson has anything, I will let you give me twenty bucks for that thing. I dare you. I, d- I dare you too. Okay. Do you want to stick with? And I agree with the people saying Mike Tomlin should be coach of the year. You want to stick with quarterback? questions or go elsewhere i do want to throw something out at you kevin travis kelsey at the podium on retirement said i have no desire to stop anytime soon well yeah most people don't but you know why because he's a player and he's gonna play and the haters are gonna hate (laughs) it's true so what do you suggest he does about this Play, 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 mike it's clearly shake it off that's Mm -hmm. the name of the effing song shake it off I'm actually not positive if that's the name. You ready for it? Yeah. That was another. Oh, okay. I know. I got I got a whole list of them in my brain here. I know like maybe three or four. All right. Dan Campbell. Overreaction or reality will lose a playoff game with his aggressiveness. Yes. I I hear the question. Uh, Yeah. But he also probably on fourth down from his own 15 yard line because he thinks he's going to get the two yards. And then you're like, um. Dude, you just gave the ball to them on the 15-yard line. But analytics have never said not to go for it. It can be fourth and 37 (laughs) from your one. And I swear (laughs) to you that television is going to say analytics say go for it. He's been there for three years. How many times do you think he's gone for it on fourth down? Uh, 17, 34, 100, 64, 118, 118, by far the most in the league in that span. I was trying to, so it's 51 games. So what I did is I was like, he goes for it twice a game. Right. By the way, Kevin, Tom Brady has tweeted as well, or posted and on Instagram as by well. By the way. He said, he'd said great things about Belichick and then added, I could never have been the player I was without you, Coach Belichick. Okay. True. I'll see you in Atlanta. Yeah, I don't know if that's <laughs> the case. All right. You say overreaction or reality? No, I think it's reality. I think he's losing a game. Overreaction. Doing something like that. I can see that. Overreaction or reality, Russell Wilson will not be on the Broncos next season. Supposedly, they. Russell That's reality, dude. He had that conversation that they said, hey, we don't want this to be a long, drawn out process, but it hasn't been decided what our plans are yet. That's probably not great. I would not want to be there. I would do everything to say, get me away from this place. Or I would just retire. I would just be like, I'm not doing this anymore, man. Like, I made this agreement. These guys colluded behind my back to try and get me, you know. Oh, yeah. They screwed me over here, man. Nah. I, yeah, I wouldn't be in I wouldn't be in Denver anymore. What say you, Mike? 
I don't think he really has a choice. I think Denver is going to be like, get out of here. Okay, okay. yeah, that's that's and that's fine too. But either I, way, he'll not be there anymore. Yeah. yeah. All right, NFL overreaction or reality? The Cowboys will make it to the NFC Championship game. Reality. I say reality as well. I know history says overreaction. I'm Alex, say, are you I'm, shaking your head? I'm gonna overreaction say or reality? I'm just laughing at the Taylor Swift thing. <laughs> He's still, I'm going to say overreaction. He's on delay in there. <laughs> 16 seconds. I do think that there are, I don't think that there is a. there are two more teams better than the Cowboys in the NFC. I don't, but I also, I expect... Seen this I expect team. the worst in these situations. This is I'm hoping for the best. The easiest question you've ever asked. <laughs> They're in the NFC Championship game. Oh, they can no. sleepwalk oh, there. Oh no! There's just a lot of things that could happen. They are playing a team that Green Bay's average. I don't know That's how they one made the team. playoffs. They have to play a second team, and they haven't Detroit's passed that round in forever. Good. You just saw. You have to go to three officiating calls what to about beat the Rams? Detroit. Hold on, is it the you Rams? Can't play with the Rams. Okay. In the yeah, it doesn't matter. Who would be next? Well, Any San Francisco or LA, or Philly? Yep, or Detroit. I'm telling you, this is easy. This is easy money. It's never been easier in Cowboys history to make the NFC Championship game than this year. What? What about in 2007 are when you, they were the number one? Are you seed? trying to coax a bet out of us with odds? Is that what he's doing They're right making now? the NFC Championship game. Detroit's not good. You played bad. Now, they could play bad again <laughs> well, and win by one point, right? They could play bad and only win by one against Detroit. Man, See, this feels like close to a straight-up bet. The 214, why does Corey hate the Cowboys and want us to lose? Uh, just because I said that. See, you think straight-up even, even money is a fair bet on this? Sure. Just curious since y'all disagree. You you want to bet against the Cowboys? No, I said it is reality that they will make it to the end. You're the one that's saying it's not reality. Yeah, I just think there's a lot of things that could go wrong, man. They've they haven't lost to Detroit in a playoff game since nineteen ninety one. What if Cooper Rush has to play against Detroit? Victory. <laughs> he went four and one last year. What if Trey Lance has to be the quarterback? Victory. Corey, this is the beauty of hedging your bets. Because you could be sad if the Cowboys lost, but you might have won money too. So just something, something for you to think about. I would about. bet a hundred dollars the Cowboys make the NFC Championship. I don't have hundred. I'm the lowest paid person on this show, so I don't think that I'm going to be okay Alex? with making. I raise you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am the second lowest paid person here. I don't even know how Alec eats. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's, that's maybe why he's so short and so skinny. Ladies, good point. All right, maybe people like him short and skinny. I'm sure they do. NFL overreaction or reality, Jordan Love will be the Packers quarterback for the rest of the decade. Are you counting the yes. number of years? Yeah. I think that's, I think that's yeah. reality, too. Man, yeah, there the are thing a lot is, of he's in his here. fourth year, and they have to give him a big contract after this year. Well, and yeah, was Rodgers with the same? he might be under yeah. contract for one more year. Well, you get the fifth-year option, which I'm assuming they picked up, right? I, th- I think they did their weirdo oh. two-year contract okay. extension to kind of like okay. get rid of some of those, but I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I, it was very I, strange. I like the word. I like the word. He's very he's, strange. He's of it. solid. He's better than Jan- Daniel Jones, and that moron got a huge contract. So <laughs> That's true. 
I do think that uh, Jordan Love will be there for a while. Yeah, I do too, man. That, I think they're hoping that he's... I think the thing is, and I'm going to be honest here, I think that he's not going to follow the suit of Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers, and that's going to be tough for Green Bay Packers fans. They're excited about the newness. They were super tired of Aaron Rodgers and the mental games that he was playing with their their feelings as a fan of their team. But I think two, three years from now... Packer fans are going to be like, we want something better. This is the worst that we've ever seen since Don Mikowski. <laughs> and it's not going to be fair because I think he's going to be good. Yeah. But Danny White was really good. And everybody thought he was a pile of you know what here right. after a while because he wasn't Roger Staubach and he wasn't Don Meredith. Yeah, he's 25 years old. His completion percentage in that last game, 84.4% was the season best. Yards per attempt, almost 10 Great passer rating. I'm curious to see if y'all are right about this. And then my final overreaction of reality, although I might have a bonus, Super Wild Card Weekend has surpassed the divisional round as the best weekend of football. I say no. I get there's more games because you have Saturday, Sunday, and Monday night. So I get the question. I just think when you get to the divisional round, it feels like better matchups. Like, to be sure. honest... I'm going to watch this and I'm going to root for Cleveland because I'll be with Derek Holland. And so I'll be nice to him and root for him, even though I don't really have, I don't care who wins that game. But that one doesn't really intrigue me. Philadelphia and Tampa, you might as well have Carolina play Washington. And that's the same matchup. There were some really good, uh, tight games last year in Super Wild Card Weekend, right? Like there was. The Dolphins, the, I think it was 34-31. They lost to the Bills. Giants was 31-24 over the Vikings. The Jaguars won 31-30 over the Chargers. That game was crazy. Like, there were some really good games, uh, and then I felt like there were blowouts the next week. So, uh, and, I mean, obviously, Brock Purdy gets hurt, so that changes things. Let's see if it happens again. How many years has Super Wild Card Weekend been? Three now. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I will reserve judgment until the this weekend is over, and okay. then I will say we need more. Well, let's add more playoff teams and a double Super Wild Card weekend. Oh my god! You know what I mean? More teams. All right, I have a bonus. You want to make it the NBA? Yes. Hey, play-in games. There's only ten teams that didn't make the playoffs. I have a quick bonus question. How about no teams that didn't make the playoffs? That's where it's the NBA is going. To be honest. This question is only for Alec and Corey. Bonus overreaction or reality question. Rick bonus. We should have a competitive chili eater from the upcoming show Super Hot, the spicy world of pepper people on the show because Mike has become enamored with competitive eating. You are. You're I do into watch a lot of competitive eating, eating. I saw a dude eat these. Um, it's called. Chung Chung, and they're these <laughs> Shahina was seen. They're these corn dogs. They're like Asian corn dogs, and he was just gushing over how great these corn dogs were. And I need to eat this corn dog. I've they were he was in Canada. They are in Los Angeles, but like yeah, that's what I watched. I watched a I watched a dude down like fourteen corn dogs yesterday. It's just the way you said that. All right, Corey, <laughs> Alec. Overreaction or reality, we Ugh. should have Shahina Wasim from the Spice World of Pepper People on the show. I got questions. Okay. We need to yeah. we need to study this. Let's let the Tolos and Tolos decide a little bit. But we have some. I have some questions before I just say, yeah, let's do this. 
Okay. We will. I say it's not overreaction because pepper people is fun to say. That's true. It's going to be a great tease that you're going to hear all throughout the rest pepper of the day. You people. know, and the show starts next week. We all got right. a pepper person. We will get the feedback on that as well as we make that final decision. Coming up next, let's chit chat with those fellas from the G Bag Nation right here on 105.3 The Fan. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Right now, courtesy of DNM Leasing, it is time for our chit chat with those fellas from the G Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? Awesome, Heggy. How are you? I am great. Just happy to be here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I do know what you're saying. <laughs> I do know what you're saying. I've been really curious. For now. We talked, oh my God. We talked about this a little bit earlier. In 21 minutes yesterday, Wemby secured his first ever triple-double. He ended the game with 16 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists. Have you all watched much of him this year? I know clearly his team is god-awful, but have you caught much of the French phenom thus far? I haven't caught a lot of it, but I've caught enough to know, you know, this kid's going to be amazing if he stays healthy. You know, uh, I, I'm uh, impressed that anybody could be that skilled and coordinated of that size. And also be athletic, you know. I was talking to Abby about this. We were at the game Friday, and she was asking, like, what's wrong with this big man and what's wrong with this big man? So I was I was talking to her about the you need coordination, you need skill, you need athleticism. Okay. And it's very, very difficult to find all three of those things in a large package. And, you know, we've seen Shaq be a freak. We've seen Giannis, but... I mean, at doing that at seven foot three, we've maybe Kareem, but Kareem couldn't really handle the ball, you know. So right, yeah. he never was. He's like, go post up, yeah, and 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 do your thing. And if you get yeah. double teamed, almost either I mean, maybe shot Kareem it over b- both, yeah. or or just almost hook shot a pass to somebody. Yeah, so I I think he might be the the most freakishly talented giant person we've ever seen in the league. Um, I wonder what the difference is if you asked an NBA scout at this point how well Chet is playing because they have similar body types and I don't maybe Wimby's like two inches taller yeah but they seem to be almost like very similar players at this point competing for the rookie of the year because Chet didn't play last year yeah yeah you know I I think you know it's the the league's an incredible probably this talented too he just yeah really bad knees yes really bad knees and hey Shaq played point guard in in uh you know high school uh I I think a lot of those big guys back then could have easily done what the guys are doing now they just we just didn't think they could interesting very interesting I I had this conversation last week though with these guys is it's always fun when you're Wimby now because nobody cares if you win or lose a basketball yeah. game. It's in year three where no matter what your numbers are, it's like, hey, win a damn basketball game. You know, like Luke yeah. has gone through this. He's like, where, where's all the criticism? And it's like, well, <laughs> you got to year three and you were making the playoffs, but it's like win a championship. Yeah. yeah. Like that's that's where it goes to. So it's like you live in this great land of like numbers matter until year three. Then we say win. Yeah. And you know Popovich is going to make the most out of those losses. I did love the Detroit-San Antonio game last night where you're like, we need to put that on national TV. Yeah, that was TV. the one that should have been on national TV. a great TV. idea. 8-64, and 64, a combined record. Instead, we got Pelicans and Golden State. That we game are... was a destruction. Yeah. I want to see Yeah, that. you're right, Mike. Everybody's, everybody's loving the show. Everybody's loving the Women Yama show, and it doesn't matter if he's yeah. losing right now. Um, he won last night, but I want to see Detroit. I, I want to see how bad this thing really is. Mm. I just I hate San Antonio for doing this again. 
you know, three times in my lifetime, and I think they're going to end up securing some championships. Uh, and they get, you know, oh, I, no. I thought at first maybe being that slight would be a disadvantage, but what it does is at that height, it takes all the pressure off your knees and your back, and I think it's a blessing, actually. I will say this. They are projecting this draft to be one of the worst drafts in the last 20 years. Let's go. Right. So, and, and another, look, I hate saying this, but one of the guys that might go number one is Ron Holland from Duncanville High School. He decided to not go to University of Texas and just go into the G League for one year. He's considered a top three pick in this draft. And I'm not saying he's bad, but it looks like we're having a draft here where teams are like, crap, this looks like a really good role player draft and no star player draft. Why is that? Why, why, why the bad draft? Where is it? Is, is college basketball just that off? Well, I kind of felt like with, because in football, we're seeing older guys stay around because yeah. of the pandemic. Did basketball just not benefit from guys staying on another year or trying to? This article said, unfortunately, we can't take Cooper Flagg, who's a senior in high school, going to Duke. And they're saying, like, he's the best player by far, six Mm. foot ten, freak athlete. And they're like. But he's got to play a year. They're like, unfortunately, or Mm. do like what Ron Holland did and, and do a G League or whatever thing. But I think this is just for some reason, this is a. Not a fun class that, mm. like, you just ran into a class where you're like, oh, crap. Like, yeah. like I guess Ron Holland might be Kenyon Martin if he's the first pick. Like, Kenyon Martin was nice and made, I don't know, five all-star teams is my guess. But it's like he was never a franchise-changing player. He needed Jason Kidd with him to make a difference type of deal. Now, yesterday, the Nick Saban stuff broke on y'all's show. And then this morning, we get the Bill Belichick information were you surprised about Belichick? Because it felt like leading into that last game, everyone's like, oh, this is the end, this is the end. And then nothing happened for a few days, and Belichick's like, I'll do whatever I can to help out this franchise. And then, out. I wasn't surprised, but I, I it did start to think, well, all right, maybe they do hire a GM. But it seemed like the writing was on the wall that he was done there. I think once Vrabel got to the market, the Crafts then made an about face oh, on that That was one. their guy. That was their guy. And, you know, and, if, and Mike Lombardi, who's very, very close with, with Belichick in, on his GM podcast, was talking about, and this is a couple of days ago, he was talking about Bill in Atlanta. I the, told you. Yeah. So yeah. Atlanta hadn't requested to interview anybody, yeah. and apparently they've been waiting for weeks for this. Yeah. He's not their only target, but he's their number one target. Like yeah. we talked about Dan Quinn being even money with Seattle, the last I saw is Belichick was even money with Atlanta, right. with Harbaugh, seemingly like he might be the guy for the Chargers. Hmm. That's an int- I don't know why you would want to go. I mean, that that's an interesting situation. You don't have a quarterback. Maybe you can draft one, but I don't think I don't think Bill Belichick wants to deal with another twenty-two-year-old quarterback. Which is why maybe Justin Herbert and the Chargers made the most right. sense. But to maybe me. he, maybe they know like they could trade for a guy like I'm just throwing this out, a Kyler Murray. Like if if Arizona's like, look, we're trying to rebuild here. Kyler doesn't make sense. I'm wondering if Belichick would look at, if you give me Kyler Murray with the pits and I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank on their good young wide receivers. London. Yeah. Drake, Drake London. London. Like maybe, maybe there's like a whole plan. If we get Belichick, we have a three year window to win it all. Kind of like when Tampa yeah, yeah. got Tom Brady. I know he's the quarterback, not a coach, but we have a three year window to try to win it all. And then it's all over. And I feel like if you get Belichick, you say, we got a three year window and then who cares? Like, we need to rebuild anyways. And I'd buy that. It's just Arthur Br- Arthur Blank's like, oh, the Lamar Jackson stuff, we didn't have the cap space. I don't know how they uh, are with the cap, but he's one of those owners that will always say, oh, we didn't make this big move because we didn't have the cap space to do it. 
Oh, they could have made it happen. They could have made it. They were trying to get Deshaun Watson. They absolutely could have gone out and got Lamar Jackson. It's a load of crap. Like, Stephen Jones comes on here sometimes and is like, oh, the cap, the cap. No, dude, if you want to do something, there's always a way to make it happen. We asked him that once. It's like, like, you know you can carry over that cap space. And we go, okay, what are you guys going to carry it over for? And it's like, oh, it's important to have it's a earmarked for CD Lamb practice squad is what he told. That's a real, that's a true story. At one point, he said, if you really want to fully furnish your practice squad like you need Woo. to, that can cost you upwards of $18 million for a season. That is an honest thing that he said to us once. What do you fellas got coming up on the program today? Pure gold as always, Hagee. Thanks for asking. I'd like to draw your attention to the 4 o'clock segment where Mike Heller of 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee is going to preview the Packers for us. All 4 right. o'clock. Looking forward to that. Roll home we with the didn't get a G text bag. about that one. Why didn't you? Hey, was that a whale? You didn't get a text about that because of the way one of our people on our show responded. I, I, and no disrespect to Mike, I kept that one to myself because of the Rob Domofsky Appreciate rolling. that, appreciate that, man. And I don't think he's as big as Rob Domofsky. We were trying to get Maybe the magic, bigger. man. We were, we really were. That would be awesome. I want to listen to Don Mikowski. Hey, by the way, Scout just told me in the league real quick, Chet so far, but he benefits from a better team. At the end, Wimby should be better. Let's go. Look at that instant analysis. Remember, tomorrow we'll be at Buffalo Wild Wings in Frisco, 32-11 Preston Road. Miller Lite will have a sign-up, and they're going to be doing a giveaway for a pair of Cowboys Packers tickets. So hope you come out and see us in Frisco or tune in 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105.3 The Fan. Say goodbye, Kevin. Oh, no. Am I out? Wow. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.